Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile. This time, a podcast review of the original 1995 anime film, Ghost in the Shell, just released on 4K Ultra High Definition Blu-ray for the first time. I'm a massive fan of this original movie. This was the anime that came out in 1995 and pretty much changed everything. Um, to give you a little background, Masamune Shiro uh, created the manga. This was printed in a magazine like in 1989. And eventually, um, it got made into an animated film. He still owns the rights, so if you've had a problem with anything that have come after, he's owned it and, and been in charge of it all. So there you go. I don't have a problem with any of it, actually. The original movie is a lot of different things and very influential. The Wyckoffsky said it's the reason why they made The Matrix. Uh, James Cameron said it was an influence on uh, on the Blue People movie, <laughs> Avatar. Um, Ghost in the Shell, to this day, it's... Back in 1995, I took my stepfather to see a couple of animated films uh, at an art theater in Atlanta. It was, I think, summertime, and we just had the time, and they were playing. One was Ghost in the Shell, which is still one of his favorite movies. The other was Grave of the Fireflies. Um, both of these, to me, elevate the anime medium to film and beyond. They are as good as any live-action film you will ever watch. They're well-directed, well-acted, well-plotted. Just because it's animated shouldn't make you think it's like a Disney movie or whatever. This was... Akira was the one that really turned me around, and some things like Lupin the Third when I first started watching them at uh, comic conventions, Dragon Con, and things like that. But it was Ghost in the Shell. It was Akira, Ghost in the Shell, uh, Ninja Scroll. These were the ones that said, wow, these, these are not just kid cartoons. These are films, movies. So there's going to be some spoilers in my review of this because the movie's 25 years old. And if you haven't seen this, you've probably seen the live-action Scarlett Johansson version, and you know what's going to go on. The story of Ghost in the Shell begins with a counter-terrorist operative basically infiltrating and taking out bad guys in a, in a very visually exciting scene, like nothing you'd ever seen in anime before and really in movies much anymore. If you hear thunder in the background, there are thunderstorms in the Florida Keys today, so sorry about that. Um, and as the plot goes on in the movie, she's a human brain in a cybernetic body due to an accident and whatever. Um, this opens up the storyline to start asking the questions, what does it mean to actually be human? In this mythology of this series, because this movie had a sequel, had a movie or uh, TV series sequels, it continued the story. Uh, there's been that live action movie three years ago. There have been other uh, continuations of the storyline featuring her character and others. Uh, this is obviously a massive thing, but the original story is pretty simple. Um, they're chasing a terrorist, a, a cyber terrorist, who turns out to be basically artificial intelligence who's become fully aware, fully intelligent. And he asks her the hard questions. You know, you're a human brain in a cybernetic body. Are you human or not? Do you have a soul? Do you have a ghost? Hence the ghost in the shell of the title. And he posits that he does have a ghost, that he has become sentient and he's a, you know, he has a ghost, he has a soul, and he should be allowed to be as free as the humans are. And the new life forms that these represent should be fighting against the humans. And that's some very heavy questions are asked in an 85, 87 minute Japanese animated 
movie. <laughs> uh, it's all action, and, and there's a lot of stuff going on. There's not a lot of talk, but when you watch it more than once, and you get to the, you know, you start getting into the grit of the questions he asks and the converse, what conversations there are. There's a lot more going on in this movie uh, philosophically than just action. The movie's great. Really enjoyed it. So let's talk about the 4K. It, 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 there are also there are many podcasts and videos out there that go into the mythology, the philosophy, and all that of the Ghost in the Shell series, the movies, and what Shiro was doing with all of it. So you want to get into all that? That's not what this podcast is about. I'm, I, I got off on a tangent. I'm supposed to be reviewing the 4K. There are not many animated movies released on 4K these days. Disney released a lot of theirs, but as far as anime goes, we're just starting to get them. There's a few out there and a few more coming. And when this was announced months ago, I instantly ordered it because it is one of my all-time favorite movies, and the price was right. The 4K right now is like $17.99, and the Steelbook was $19.99. It was not expensive at all. It is a 4K restoration. Um, it is a Dolby Atmos mix. Um, they have gone back to the original film. This is not Ghost in the Shell 2.0. They released Ghost in the Shell about 2005, 2000, I think it was 2005, 2007. Uh, where they changed the backgrounds. They did CG-rendered backgrounds and kind of fixed the movie, so to speak. Obviously, that caused a lot of controversy, and I, I have that copy, but I don't... It was interesting to see, but it's not the version I watch. The animation style, before I get too far into the review, is supposed to be more realistic than colorful superhero-ish. The idea behind the whole movie was to make it as realistic and as gritty as a live action film. So the colors are mostly muted, except when you get to things like neon lights and brightly colored signs and things like that. So I say that to kind of temper your expectations. This is a native 4K transfer. It has been restored, but they're not trying to blow your socks off with HDR colors. They're trying to make it look as real and as authentic as it can look, as much as, it, you know, exactly what it looked like when it came out theatrically. And it does. Matter of fact, it looks better. You will find some of the backgrounds are muted colors and not as, as clear or sharp as you would expect from a 4K transfer, but that's the way the film looks. The same thing with some of the characters. This is a transfer that the more you watch, the more you go, this looks great. In the beginning, I put it on and went, okay, well, yeah, it looks good. It looks as good as anyone I've seen. The subtitles are incredibly sharp. They're done in 4K and, uh, you know, because I tend to watch things in the original language. But it looks fantastic. It's, it's a sharp, well... It is a solid transfer. It, it doesn't have the sharpness that you expect on modern 4K releases, but then again, this is 25 years old and was hand-drawn and supposed to look realistic, and, and in that respect, it does. A lot of pastel colors, a lot of muted colors, but like I said, when there's a neon sign or a bright light or a, a tail light on a car, those kind of things do shine through, and you can tell this is definitely an HDR transfer. As far as the soundtrack goes, I first watched the entire movie with the 2.0 stereo soundtrack because that's the system we have set up currently in the living room. And it is arguably the best I've heard it sound. Um, both the Japanese and the English dubs were strong. Uh, you didn't have to crank things up, not overly compressed. Um, there was good definition. There was good separation. Things flew from left to right, that kind of thing did sample the Dolby Atmos mix a little bit and was a little underwhelmed. 
Um, they have put things in the upper channels, but it's not as organic as most modern Hollywood mixes. Like, there would be voices that just came out of the top just because, or sound effects that did. There's some gunfire, helicopters flying overhead, and things like that are that are very well done in Atmos. But there are some other things that make you go, that shouldn't have really been in the upper channels, should it? That was... That was I. I don't know what they were going for. I'm not the sound mix guy. I just, you know, I'm used to a certain Dolby Atmos mix where discrete channels are used discreetly and things that are above you are supposed to be above you. And sometimes there were some things above you that weren't supposed to be above you. But that being said, your mileage will vary, I guess. Overall, if you're a fan of the movie, this is the definitive version. There's some new extras on it. Haven't watched those yet, but they are newly commissioned. And I think that's great. Um, That... It is not the 2.0 version that this is the original theatrical version is great. Um, Overall, it's definitely worth the money. If you're a fan of the film and as important as it is, I'm glad we finally have it on 4K. And I must just say, the Steelbook, the exclusive from Best Buy, is incredible. I love the artwork for the actual normal 4K release and its slipcover, but the Steelbook is quite creative, quite colorful, quite beautiful, has a slipcover, you don't get that on a lot of uh, Steelbooks these days, that works with the artwork that when you slide it apart, well, you'll see it if you buy that. And do it now before it sells out. Uh, Lately, Best Buy has not been ordering as many Steelbooks, I would say, because a lot of them, like Beetlejuice, sold out within a day of it coming out, and there haven't been any more. So I would definitely, if you're going to pick up Ghost in the Shell and you want that steelbook, go to Best Buy or go to their website and order that before it is sold out. As of last night, it was still available. I haven't checked today. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Ghost in the Shell, it's one of those seminal anime films that everybody should see. And I do like Ghost in the Shell, the United States live-action version with Scarlett Johansson. I do have a podcast, I believe. Yeah, I think I re-reviewed it one time last year. Um, but I like it a lot. I think they did a good job with it. Um, obviously, it's different, but you know, so be it. But the original Ghost in the Shell, the 1995 anime classic, is now available from Lionsgate on 4K Ultra High Definition Blu-ray, and it looks pretty great. It's definitely the most definitive version we have ever had, so thank you very much for that, uh, Shiro. Masamuni Shiro and Lionsgate really appreciate this anime fan is very happy. All the links to my other projects are below. Please subscribe and share, and thank you very much for listening. Thank you.